Hey guys, and welcome to another bite-sized sexuality talk with Candyware. And today we are talking about relationships. So uh, I have a good question from somebody in my Twitch community that asked, "Do you have any past videos on identifying someone that wants a relationship for who you are and not what you can provide/slash offer?" So this is really hard because it's hard to find any information uh, specifically on that type of part of the of the question. But what I did end up researching was 10 relationship red flags. Uh, then there's also things like 35 signs you're in a toxic relationship. Then I also have five the five keys to communicate in relationships and then also uh, dating tips for finding the right person. And then the last one is how to communicate your needs in a relationship. We're going to just skim a lot of these and I will definitely post these. Um, I'll post these articles in my discord in the sexuality and mental health section where you can find all of this. And I will leave a link to the discord under this podcast. So everyone in the chat saying how they're Hey, MSP! Everyone is really excited about this topic. Uh, oh, uh, Lainey says this is what they're looking for in a relationship. That's really exciting. I'm glad. Okay, so, um, so we're first going to look at 10 relationship red flags. So um, I'm just going to skim through these, and you guys can definitely look at these later, like I was saying. So lack of communication is huge. These indi individuals find it difficult to talk about issues or express how they feel. Often when it would seem most important to be open and honest, they distance themselves emotionally, leaving their partner hanging or feeling... Uh, they need to deal with the situation on their own. So communication is definitely a red flag. Irritability. Immature and unpredictable. Some people have trouble understanding or mastering just basic skills. Taking care of themselves. Meaning their finances and personal space. Holding a job and making plans for their life and future small crises surrounding the way they live their daily life uh, men may take up a lot of time and energy if so they may be a maybe little time and energy left for you for your issues these people may still be working on growing up and i'm going to stress that growing up in other words, it may be hard to rely on them for almost anything. Now, this one is huge. This one I see a lot, a lot, a lot about the immature and unpredictable. Uh, again, this is what we were talking about earlier in stream, where we need to understand that, you know, little things that happen to you, little crises in everyday life, you know what? It's just better to brush them off. It's not worth dwelling on them because at the end of the day, it's just going to ruin your whole day, right? Yeah. Yes, Jade says communication is key. Hey, knowing, how's it going? Happy New Year. A lag issue. There's no lag issue on my end. How? What do you mean, lag? Oh, yeah, text is easy to uh, miscommunicate for sure, Abby. 100% texting. 
lack of trust when a person has difficulty being honest with himself or herself it may be hard for them to be honest with you some of the behavior may not be calculated and just misconstrued misconstrued right so um but simple but simple uh learning habits and coping so lack of trust is huge just always being trusting for me i'm the type of person i don't know about all of you guys in chat but personally i am very easy to give trust but once that trust has been um somehow taken away it is very hard for me to trust somebody again very hard so that i i i like that way better personally um, because there's no reason for me to not feel comfortable trusting any of you. But everyone has their own way of doing things, right? Someone's communication with me, I need to hear it out loud and not text. Yes, Lainey. It's all about something important. Yes, yes. So um, significant family and friends don't like your partner. If there is something off about the person that seems obvious to those who know you well you may need to listen to what they're telling you i'm gonna say that's easier said than done because i find that a lot of people um if you tell them that they'll just cling to the person more so that's almost really hard for a lot of people to hear but these are 10 signs that you're not with the right person because it's true your family knows you best right new viewer your voice commanded with the music is soothing Oh, oh, combined, combined. Space, thank you. That's so kind. Welcome. Today we're talking about relationships. <laughs> so um, number five is controlling behavior. So a partner may attempt to divide and conquer, driving a wedge between you and other significant people in your life. They may be jealous uh, of you, uh, your ongoing relationship with other people or simply feel the need to control whether they go and who you associate with. So, um, and then they may act like this is a expression of love. So this is a huge one. Um, controlling is so bad. And I see it happen all the time where it's like, you can't go and do this and blah, blah, blah. You know, so it's it's it. This goes back to the whole trusting thing, too. I think trusting and controlling are almost go hand in hand. If somebody is controlling, they're going to be on like they can't trust you either. So um, that's a huge one. The number six is feeling insecure in the relationship. Thanks so much for the follow. Welcome on into the candy fam. Feel free to join the discord and join the chat there, too. Oh, you were very defensive. It does happen, Lainey. It's okay. What What's a good thing, though, is you've realized that and you can try and move past that in, in, in your future relationships with friends, family, um, a life partner, like whatever, whatever, right? Oh, and thanks, Lainey, for posting out socials and Discord. Um, so feeling insecure in the relationship, you may often feel that you don't know, uh, where you stand in the relationship rather than moving forward, building on shared experiences, they should be strengthening your connections. You feel uncomfortable, 
uncertain or anxious about where this is heading. You may seek reassurance from your partner, but somehow these are only monetary and fleeting. As a result, you may be working double duty to keep the relationship on track while your partner contributes little. So um, that's a huge one, not feeling like you're on stable ground with your partner and like you're putting in all the work. That's another red flag. A dark or secretive past behavior that is suspicious, illegal, um, addictive personality or behaviors. Uh, these are all red flags. Uh, you shouldn't ignore these signs. And definitely they should... Not to say that you should go running, but definitely something to talk about. <gasps> Darkness, I love that you're using the emote. It's so cute. So um, if they're willing to work with you and maybe work with some type of counselor or something like that with these kinds of issues, then um, that's definitely great. But if there's something like they're not okay to talk to you about these issues or they're just being really secretive about everything, then that's not a good thing. So the next one is no resolution of past relationships. These include not just intimate relationships, but those with family members and friends. If a person is unable to, um, if they can't divulge what, what happened in their past relationships and constantly blame the other party, uh, you can bet with a great deal of confidence that they may that that the the same thing could happen with your relationship so they could just be a person that constantly just blames everyone else for issues instead of uh, realizing you know maybe put some of the blame back on themselves and look inwards to realize you know what can i build upon these past relationships that i've had yes i think i can tell um it's kind of obvious laney uh, the relationship, so number nine is the relationship is built on the need to feel needed. So often we either, we're either into a relationship strongly uh, identified with our needs. The need may, may be that you, um, may be that you may, uh, m my partner uh, must do certain things for me to make me feel secure and satisfied or that that you allow me, your partner, to feel needed by fulfilling your needs. It's a dynamic in the focal point of the relationship. However, uh, there may be little room for real growth individually or as a couple. So that's just, um, you know, everything's just one-sided, tunnel vision. This is, you know, the one thing that we need in this relationship and things like that. Um, I need, I need this, I need, I need, I need, instead of, you know, give and take and realizing that maybe what it is that you're looking for, look inwards again, uh, maybe you can sort this out yourself and, um, that's okay. Ooh, Kristen has a question. Okay. Let me go back. Did she at me? 
Uh, can these go towards having crushes on someone, or is it different? No, of course, this 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 is um, any type of relationship. I don't think it even has to be with a a um, with a partner. This could be a platonic relationship with friends. This could be with family members. I mean, sure, there could be family members like this in your life, and you need to cut them off, right? I mean, they don't need to have every single trait, every single ten. 10 flags but definitely if some of them are there and it's toxic and you can tell oh my god this is happening you know in my platonic relationship it's time to sever that cord is what i'm going to say about that hey hobby how's it going nice to see you darkness we're talking about uh relationships god damn it people <laughs> <laughs> abusive behavior is obviously a really big red flag finally and of course any form of abuse from the seemingly mild to the uh, obvious verbal, emotional, physical. Uh, it's not just a red flag, but a huge uh, banner telling you to get out immediately and never look back. So that's huge. It's no, we're talking about 10 red flags on, on, um, on relationships. Thank you, Jade. People, can we be a little bit more respectful? So this one is, um, this one's really long. It's 35 signs you're in a toxic relationship. I'm only going to go through a couple of them. And then um, I'm going to put this up in Discord so you guys can see this. Oh, for sure, Mr. Keys. So this, I'm just going to read a little bit of the beginning of this. It says, no relationship is perfect. Uh, in the personal or business atmosphere, but for the most part, a good relationship makes you feel secure, happy, cared for, respected, and free to be yourself. Okay, that's key. Let me say that again. You feel secure, happy, cared for, respected, and free to be yourself. On the other side of the coin, a toxic relationship, the one that makes you feel drained, depleted, depressed, and sometimes even distraught. Okay. Whether you're running a business, working for a partner, leading an organization, or managing a team, the last thing you need is a toxic relationship. Here's some signs to help you recognize a toxic relationship. Yes, Mr. Keys. One, all take, no give. Two, feeling drained. Three, lack of trust. Four, hostile atmosphere. Five, occupied with imbalance. Um, six, constant judgment. I mean, there's lots here. Lack of communication, which we've already talked about. Um, insufficient support. Never-ending drama. That's huge. Regardless, regardless of what kind of friendship, whatever. Once you get to a certain age, you just realize, I do not want any drama in my life. So you just got to sever that. You just got to get rid of it. Uh, always demanding. Empty promises. Brimming with envy. You know, tons of these things. Let's, let's see. Oh my god, my dog's crying upstairs. Cannot do anything right. So then the, the end of this says, relationships are important and a toxic relationship can cost you dearly in time and energy that, that you could be putting towards better use. Stay true to yourself and use values. Listen to your heart and be strong. If you need to, um, 
If you need to pretty much vacate from a toxic relationship, do it. So ricey. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what up? Nice to see you. We're talking about um, red flags in relationships. So uh, next I wanted to go into uh, five keys to communicate in relationship in, in relationships. So finding rhythm in a relationship is the biggest challenge for a couple. It is easy to fall in love once you've found someone prior to the relationship. The finding someone is indeed the hardest part. <laughs> it's easy to say I love you once you've shared some special moments with a boyfriend or girlfriend. But what about the consistency we all crave when it comes only from true commitment? That's a lot harder, but absolutely possible. And then, um, yeah, so we're going to... We're going to start talking about that in a minute. Let's see. Red flags in relationship. She calls herself a feminist. How about no? There's nothing wrong with being called a feminist. I call myself a feminist. Thank you. Hey, Pat. Nice to see you. I think everyone, even men, should be feminists. And I don't think that it should be such a negative connotation. If we want equality for men and women, I think we need to, to really talk about both sexes. It, that is very misogynistic. Thank you, Mr. Keys. Um, so let's see. Uh, positive experiences is number one. A great confidence and co commitment builder in a relationship is a shared positive experience. Um, going all in in thoughts, words, and actions is another one. Um, essentially, this is... A strategy that you should aim for daily you're here you're present so be present work hard I like that I really like that statement number three is eliminating distractions and temptations um, so things like YouTube um, things like that just being present with the person thank you Jade I appreciate that Okay, you know what, Ben? We don't need that. Um, I think you need to be a little bit more open-minded, please. A willingness to understand things from your partner's point of view is huge. We're always going to see things through our own experiences first. That's a fact of life. But what separates great relationships from mediocre ones is willingness to understand your partner's need, needs and their point of view. You have to throw the ego out the window and understand what the person, where the, your person is coming from. What matters most is number five. I'll, and then this this uh, post says, "I'll be the first to tell you." Um, in part of what makes love and relationship special. Oh, spontaneity is what makes part of love and relationship special and you should always savor the spontaneityness things that make relationships great but it's even more important for longevity to discuss what matters most to to you personally and as a couple uh, these are two different things yeah 
so that's that was that one and then dating tips for finding the right person I think is what I want to end this uh, little tidbit chat on how to find the right person um, because it can be really difficult and you know what there's nothing wrong with going through a whole bunch of bad apples before you find the right apple right guys figuring out what you don't want in a relationship exactly finding what you don't want so are you single looking for love are you finding it hard to meet the right person mom's gonna take you say yeah say yeah okay (laughs) um when you have trouble finding a love connection it's all too easy to become discouraged or buy into the destructive myth out that about dating and relationships. Even if you're, even if you've been burned rapid, uh, repeatedly, or have poor track record when it comes to dating, these tips can help things in perspective, help put things into perspective, and put you on the path to finding love and relationship that lasts. What's preventing you from finding love? So life as a single person offers many rewards such as being free to pursue your own hobbies and interests, learning how to enjoy your own company, and appreciating the quiet moments of solitude. However, if, if you're ready to share your life with someone and want to build a lasting relationship, a, a lasting worthwhile relationship, life as a single person can seem frustrating. For many of us, Our emotional baggage can make finding the right romantic partner a difficult journey. Perhaps you grow up in a household where there was no role model for for a solid, healthy relationship, and you doubt that such things even exist. Or maybe... Your dating history consists only of brief, brief flings, and you don't know how to make a... make a relationship last. You could be attracted to the wrong type of person or keep making the same bad choices over and over due to an unresolved issue from your past. Or maybe you're not putting yourself in the best environments to make the right, to meet the right person. Or that when you do, you don't feel confident enough. Uh, Whatever the case may be, you can overcome your obstacles and find a healthy romantic relationship. Aw, Tomcat, thank you for the warm wishes for 2019. Same to you. You guys are so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, remember, you can put any type of comment or feedback while we're talking about this because I would love input while we're chatting about this. So what's a healthy relationship? A healthy relationship is when two people develop a connection based on mutual respect, trust, honesty, support, fairness slash equality, separate identities, good communication, a sense of playfulness and fondness. And then the the source for this is uh, UW Seattle. So then it goes into... um, So it goes into dating and relationships. The first step to finding love is to... Um, oh, they're, so it's just talking about, uh, getting rid of your misconceptions about dating and relationships that may be preventing you from finding lasting love. So the common myths, uh, I can only be happy and fulfilled if I'm in a relationship or I'll, 
Um, or it's better to have a bad relationship than no relationship. I'm going to say that's totally false. Totally false. Um... Hello, good morning. Um, I'm happy, healthy relationship, but I have thought of open marriage. I've talked with my... Um, oh, oh, you you have... Uh, you've got... You know what? Let me add this. Hobby, um, let me add this. We will talk... We can talk about this on another topic. This is a good one, talking about um, opening up your marriage. Um, this is exactly how I feel. Describe... Uh, what I'm looking for I might have connected with someone it's very new that's amazing stuff that's that's going on oh my god <laughs> Mr. Keys I am so happy for you oh my goodness this is amazing um, as long as it makes you happy exactly exactly um, Hobby we can totally talk about this off of stream but this is definitely something I've wanted to talk about on stream too so this is really great this is really great so um, so with, with what I said about the myth, the fact is, while there are healthy benefits that come with being in a solid relationship, and many people can be just as happy and fulfilled without being part of a couple, despite the stigma in the social circles that accompany being single, I don't, I don't understand where that comes from, because none of us, thing? none of us have any, none of my friends in my friend circle have any issues with anyone being single i mean one of our good friends is asexual we're not like why aren't you with somebody like this is her choice this is her way of life and that's fine she doesn't want to be with anyone what's the problem right i think this this might be a little old set in this i mean now we're at the stage where everyone's like why aren't you guys having a kid i mean the same damn thing right being alone and being lonely um, are not the same thing and something is as unhealthy as you know being in a bad relationship to versus to being single I mean really the the easy the easy like track you should take on that one is definitely being single I would definitely rather be single than in a horrible relationship but too often and I've been there too you just keep going back so um Jade, there's different things. There's being polyamorous. There's being in an open relationship. There is differences. And we can definitely, if you guys are interested, I can definitely do a chat on that. Uh, anyways, so let's see. There's other myths like uh, if I don't feel an instant attraction to someone, it's not a good relationship and not worth pursuing. That may be true, but maybe not true. I mean, it's always worth to try something, right? You'd love that topic, Mr. Keys? Okay, awesome. Um, this is important myth to dispel. Um, I mean, sometimes attraction grows with time. I don't know what you're saying nope to, Josh. Radio chill. Uh, women have different emotions than men. Women and men feel similar things, but sometimes express their feelings differently, often according to society's conventions, but both men and women experience the same core emotions such as sadness anger feeling fear and joy we're not as different as people might think i've watched a whole ted talk on that it was actually really good um true love is consistent or physical attraction fades over time so love is real rarely static uh but both 
Uh, sorry, let me start again. So it says, um, so physical attack attraction fades over time. Um, as we age, both men and women have fewer sexual hormones, uh, but emotions often influence passion more than hormones and sexual passion can come stronger over time. Uh, let's see. I'll be able to change the things I don't like about someone. That's always false. Don't think that ever. I would say if you don't like them now, you're not going to like them later. Uh, I don't feel close to my partner, so intimacy is always going to be uncomfortable for me. It's never too late to change something, so why not just try moving slowly and figuring out what works for you? Um, disagreements always create problems in a relationship. Conflict doesn't always have to be a negative thing. I think a little bit of conflict is good for a relationship because at the end of the day, it strengthens your relationship because then you can have more open communication. That's a changed behavior over time for some people. That's right, Mr. Keys. It's easily misunderstood. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, so let's see. Consider what's really important in your relationship. Your wants, including things like occupation, intelligence, and physical attributes such as height, weight, and hair color. Even if certain traits seem... Uh, important at first, over time, you'll often find that you've, you've been needlessly implementing your own choices. For example, it may be more important to find someone who is curious rather than uh, extremely intelligent, sensual rather than sexy, caring rather than beautiful or handsome, a little mysterious rather than glamorous, humorous rather than wealthy, from a family with similar values to yours rather than someone with specific ethnic or social background. So then there's also needs. So that was all the wants. Now we're into needs. Needs are different uh, than wants. And the needs are those qualities that matter to you most, such as values, goals in life, things like that. So what feels right to you. Um, when looking for long-lasting love, Forget what looks right, forget what you think should be right, and forget what your friends, parents, and others tell you is right. Uh, does the relationship feel right to you? Dating tip one, keep things in perspective. So don't make your search for a relationship the center of your life. Remember that first impressions aren't always reliable. Ain't that the truth? First impressions always leave a horrible impression on me. If somebody screws something up in their first impression, it's so hard for me to let it go. So that one I know I need to work on personally. Being honest about your own flaws and shortcomings is huge because we all need to be honest with each other, right? And maybe if you're honest first, then the other person can be honest with you about what how they feel. Kristen, drink more coffee then. Drink the coffee. Tip two, building a genuine connection. The dating game can be nerve-wracking. It's only natural to worry about how you'll come across and whether or not your dating, whether or not your date will like you. No matter how shy or socially awkward you feel, you can overcome your nervousness and self-consciousness and 
and forego a great a great connection focus outwards not inwards be curious be genuine pay attention and put your smartphone away and this this isn't what i mean if your smartphone is on the table like this that that doesn't count even if it's like this no when you're out with somebody put that phone away because at the end of the day you are on a date or coffee or who it doesn't even matter it could just be with friends it does it's not even you're not with your full you're not being there with your full self with somebody or even how about if i was like this the whole time i'm talking to you guys even though i'm paying attention to uh my camera and reading the chat how how great is it that i'm holding my phone in my hand the whole time we're talking does it seem like i'm i'm truly paying attention to you guys I, I want either a yes or a no from you guys. Does it seem like I'm paying attention? Right? Like, it's it's as easy as that. You can't have a phone in your hands. Honesty is totally the best policy. Definitely agree with you. Yes, totally, guys. Exactly! Mr. Key says no. I'm not totally, I'm not totally focused on you guys if I'm holding my phone in my hand. Even if I'm not being distracted, though, I'm just holding my phone in my hand. No, it comes across as the phone is more important and you don't want, don't want to be away from it, right? Like you're glued to the phone. How many times have you seen couples in a restaurant and they're like this? They're not Constantly. talking with each other. Constantly. When Constantly. We, go out, we always make that comment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ever since we started dating and phones weren't yeah. even as big of a thing back then, you didn't have smartphones. Well, it was just kind of kicking in. The iPhone yeah. was a thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, you went on a date with someone he wasn't interested in. Okay, yeah. You're constantly on your phone, but I'm talking about when you're out with somebody, though. You're addicted? Yeah, then that's a problem, and you need to work on that if you know you're addicted to your phone. Tip three, put a priority on having fun. Online dating, single events, and marketing, uh, matchmaking services like speed dating or are enjoyable for some people, but for others, they can feel more high-pressured job interviews and and whatever dating experience might tell you, there is a big difference between finding the right career and finding long-lasting love. Instead of surrounding or um, scoring dating sites or uh, heading out to these types of bars, think of your time as a single person as a great opportunity to experience, to expand your social circle and practice in or participate in new events so make having fun your focus by pursuing activities you enjoy and putting yourself in new environments this is so key i hear this all the time i can't meet somebody right but how about try and meet friends instead of just trying to focus on on the tunnel vision of meeting someone right thanks so much for the host um even if you don't find someone special you will still have enjoyed yourself and maybe uh made some new friends as well right how important is that because as you go through life i can tell you for a fact that um the types of friends you have earlier in your life you may end up changing later in life you may not want to hang out with those people anymore maybe you've all just kind of moved on you've all started your own lives and that's okay right that's all right okay so mr keys says uh, I went to dinner with three friends and they all had their phones out texting. I said, so human interaction. Great, huh? Oh my God. Did they all put their phones away after you said that? I have to know. But since I'm watching stream, I keep my phone down 
next to my keyboard. Got it, Lainey. That's cool. No problem. <laughs> so tips for finding fun activities and like-minded people, volunteering and favorite charity, animal shelters, or political campaigns. Uh, take take a course, take an extra course in college or university, join a running club, sign up for dance, cooking, or art classes, join a, th a theater group, find a, sh a social book group or photography club, attend social food and wine tasting events. That sounds like a lot of fun. Be creative. Write a list of activities available in your area um, with your eyes closed randomly. Put a pin on one of the events and something you maybe normally wouldn't consider. Um, how about, oh gosh, this is, this is really out there. It says pole dancing, origami, or lawn bowling. Getting out there, getting out of your comfort zone is key. Oh my god, 13 months. Who just resubbed? And thank you for the host. I saw that. Chassie, 13 months. How are you, Missy? Thanks for being here. I appreciate all the love and support, my sweet. Thank you, thank you, 13 months. I hope you've had a good Christmas and New Year's. I'm gonna put a little Christmas box, a little cuteness on your page here. Let me just show it off and then we'll keep going. It's right over here. Do you see that little Christmas box with the, yeah, thank you, thank you. I've gotta, I got, actually gotta make a list because I'm gonna be starting to do things in a different way once a couple things come in the mail. I'm excited, I'm excited. All the love and hype, guys. Oh, don't worry about missing my stream. We are here, we are here. And I'm also doing podcasts. I'm recording this right now for the podcast. Aw, <laughs> uh, so number four is uh, handling rejection gracefully. At some point, everyone looking for love is going to hand to have to deal with rejection, both as the person being rejected and the person doing the rejecting. It is invaluable part of dating and never, uh, never fatal by staying positive and being honest with yourself and others. Handling rejection can be l far less intimidating. The key is to accepting the rejection in a uh, just, you know, more humble approach and not spending too much time worrying about it. It's never as fatal as one thinks it is. And then these are tips for handling with rejection. Don't take it personally, don't dwell on it, but learn from the experience and acknowledge your feelings. And then after that point, it's time to move on. Even hanging out with friends, um, going to these mixers like they were talking about, you know, being out there and social and active can help you get over a bad rejection. Tip number five, watching for relationship red flags. So we've already talked about the red flags. I'm not going to talk about those again. Tip number six is dealing with trust issues. These are something we already talked about earlier in the stream, so I'm not going to talk about that as well. Tip number seven is nurture your building relationship. So finding the right person is just as just the beginning of the journey, not the destination. In order to move from casual dating to committed, loving relationship, you need to nurture the communication or the connection. So to nurture it, there. So you need to uh, invest in it, uh, communicate openly, resolve conflicts by fighting fair, and be open and changing. So then they also have recommended reading in this. 
So that is all of what I wanted to talk about with, um, which topic was this? Dating tips for finding the right person. And then there's also how to communicate. I think I'll just mostly post this one in Discord. I think we've talked enough. There's things like the need script and then identifying and, and so on and so forth. Then the other things to keep in mind. Um, and I think it's a good read. So I'm going to also post this in Discord. Um, but I'm happy that we were able to go through uh, red flags and then uh, go into um, different signs of a bad relationship. Then also um, communicating, proper ways of communicating, and also um, dating tips on finding the right person. So I feel like we went around this in a really great way. Just, um, you know, things to think about when you're finding the right person. So I hope that was really helpful. Um, please don't forget to like this podcast anywhere that you listen to this and don't forget to join our discord i'll leave a link down below where you can find all of the show notes and i hope to see you guys again here next week for another tidbit chat with candy anyways thanks for being here everyone and i will talk to you later bye